Back here at Aganis Arena after two periods. The Warriors trail BU 2-1. to one. And joining us for this second intermission, it is the, uh, well, I guess the former Sports Information Director, now Brad Davis, who uh, is doing some different kinds of things this year. Also doing some Sports Information work. What's your title now, Brad? Brad? Now Assistant Athletic Director for External Relations, Mike. Right. And uh, can you tell us uh, what that involves and the, the kind of things that you... I know that you're kind of... Uh, you're sort of the uh, the proverbial jack-of-all-trades this year, but uh, tell us what that position entails. Yeah, kind of a super utility man, I guess. Um, <laughs> working with Will Rothamel a lot on the sponsorship side, the marketing side, tickets, promotions. Uh, really helping Will with a lot of that. He's done a great job, and, you know, we're just... As we try to increase our, our presence everywhere, try to have, you know, just, just more, of a, more of a presence externally. So I've been helping there. Still doing sports information like I used to, um, mainly just with hockey. Uh, we did add another assistant in, in Louis Spina, who's done a lot of stuff with hockey as well. Um, but between him and Rob Rossi, they handle most of the sports information stuff now. Um, so, you know, I still oversee that, oversee the website, and also the event management side. Ed Bush has come in this year and really done a great job at game staging and, and all the event management stuff, and I've been helping him there as well. Well, it's been a busy day. We're going to get into that in just a minute. But, you know, since you talked on some of those things on the promotion side, uh, one of the recent announcements, the, the TV contract, WBIN, uh, uh, we've mentioned it uh, on the air, but uh, for the folks who don't know, uh, tell us again about how that contract works. Yeah, we're really excited about the TV contract. Again, it's, we'll be doing four games locally on WBIN, which is the station that reaches almost 2 million homes in Boston and Manchester and throughout Massachusetts. Uh, it's Channel 14 locally. On DirecTV as well, Channel 50, I believe, and we'll be doing four games. Um, really, just with Pack Networks as our producers, the same company who does our webcast, and we're really going to enhance the production of that. Um, as, you know, as fans watch at home, it's going to be a Merrimack broadcast in every sense of the word. All the in intermission features will be tailored towards Merrimack College and promoting the school, and you know, it'll be just be all Merrimack all the time. And it's, it's really a great recruiting piece for the college, for the hockey program, for the athletic program. You know, it's the first time we've ever done something like this in Merrimack. So we'll have four games on WBIN. We'll also be on BIN. Two other times, once at UMass and once at UNH, those schools have formed their own contracts with BIN. So we're really excited about that. The first game is December 17th against Union, and I promise you it'll be great. Yeah, I know that the, there's the game coming up that'll be at Providence. I know their games are on Cox down there, and then you've got the game at Union, or, or home against Union, that'll be on BIN. It seems like that stretch starts, you know, from there till the end of the season. There's, there's a lot of TV games, aren't there? It is the huge stretch. I think six or seven at one point at home or on TV, and, and you know, myself and, and our staff at Merrimack, that's really a big priority, really starting Monday, as we don't have a lot of hockey games coming up, is to really focus on TV and, and make sure we're prepared for that. And, you know, we'll be getting going on that really soon, and it, it'll really seem like a blur when we January and almost every game's on TV, whether it's on BIN or Nessun as well. All right, well, let's talk about what's going on today. Uh, women's soccer and field hockey in the NCAA tournament. I know one win, one, one win and one loss. Tell us what happened. Yeah, women's soccer, uh, first round of the NCAA tournament today. They defeated Holy Family in penalty kicks. So, like, technically, that means they tied, but as far as we're concerned, they beat Holy Family. Uh, they won on PKs, 5-3 in the PKs. So they are moving on to the second round of the NCAA tournament. Well, they'll play St. Rose. It'll be a repeat of the Northeast 10 Championship, which was last Sunday in Albany. St. Rose won that game. So Merrimack will be looking for a little revenge. It'll be Sunday in Albany at 1 p.m., and the winner of that will go to the regional final, which is basically the Sweet 16. How many teams make the, uh, the women's soccer tournament? In women's soccer, 48 teams make it. Um, so there's eight regions of six. In Division Two, it's very geographical, everything. So a lot of it's a repeat of the Northeast 10 tournament. But, you know, we did play Holy Family, which is a different school that we normally see. And women's soccer, they, you know, they've been in the NCAA tournament as much as any team, really, lately. For the last five years, they've usually gone to at least the second round. So a lot of success there. And you've got to credit, you know, Gabe Mahio and, and the captains, Jessica Peacock and Melissa Garavidian. 
Now, I, I know the game's out in New York, so maybe too far for some of the folks to travel. Is there, is there video or anything people can watch? There is. There'll be a live stream. If you, if you go to our website at MerrimackAthletics.com, we'll have all the links for live stats, for video. It'll be a free web stream as well. So that'll be 1 p.m. on Sunday. And if actually, if you want to go on now, and we'll see some highlights from the penalty kicks today that, that our staff put up. And then field hockey played in the NCAA tournament. They had a rematch with UMass Lowell, and I guess that one didn't go quite, quite as well. Yeah, not so good. 3-1 uh, loss to Lowell today in the Final Four. That was in Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania. I always think it's kind of weird when, when we play Lowell, a team that's about 10 minutes from us, six hours away. It's kind of crazy, but, you know, tough start. They gave up three goals early, got one late. Sarah Salato in her final game got a goal. So, you know, it's a tough way to end the year, but you got to give credit to the field hockey team. First ever Northeast 10 championship, first time in the NCAA tournament. School record, 17 wins in a row. I'm not sure any t- program here at Merrimack ever won 17 in a row. So, really a terrific year for them, and I know they can hold their heads high as they come back to Merrimack tomorrow. Yeah, that's their best season ever, and obviously, you know, some, some good players, good student-athletes on that team they had a great year, so you're right, there, there's nothing to be ashamed of there, and UMass Lowell, they're the defending national champions, so they could win it again, uh, you know, I guess if you're going to lose, maybe you lose to the best, and, and uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a case where I think that even though it's a big rivalry, Lowell and Merrimack, and it seems to be uh, coming back in, in many, many sports, but uh, I tell you, when, when they win a big game like that, I think you got to tip your cap to them, and and you say, well, you know, if we can't win it, maybe you guys across the valley can. Yeah, you know, they're the experienced bunch, and they've been there before, and this is really our first time there, but we won't lose a lot of players going forward. Really, the top players will be back, so I would fully expect a Merrimack Lowell rematch next year, and, you know, the conference championship, and maybe the NCAAs again, and, you know, I'm sure we'll be right there in one more year of experience, so... Well, as we're wrapping up to talk about the, the fall sports, I know football, they've got their last game uh, tomorrow. Tough loss a couple weeks ago, and uh, they, they play their final game tomorrow, right? Yeah, football will close the year tomorrow at Southern Connecticut. Uh, really, you know, they had a first-place showdown with New Haven two weeks ago where they lost that towards the end of the game. And, and once you lose that game, it kind of you know, takes all the air out of your sails. So, you know, their season kind of came to an end there, and now they're just kind of going through the motions. But tomorrow will be their final game for a lot of the seniors, a really historic senior class with James Swazo, quarterback, Sean Loizzo, and Tony Johnson on defense. So. They've had a great run, and it'll be a shame to see them leave. Uh, but across the board in the fall, really a terrific season. It's, this is my fifth year at Merrimack, and it's as good a fall as we've had. I think our winning percentage is around 700 and in the conference as well. Two teams go to the NCAA tournament. All but one team had a winning season, and all but one team improved on last year. So really a terrific fall, and, and we really look forward to the winner. The same thing, men's basketball opened today with a victory against Bloomsfield, who was a really good team last year. And women's basketball will be opening up tomorrow at home at 3 o'clock. Yeah, can you give us the details tomorrow, that women's game? Yeah, women's basketball will play Malloy. That'll be 3 o'clock at Hamill Court. Um, we are going to have free admission for that game. It's kind of an opening, you know, opening night, opening afternoon, I guess. Um, really a new-look women's basketball team. First-year head coach, Monique LeBlanc. So I know she's got the girls working hard, and you know, they're excited to play for her. So, you know, they should be fun to watch this year, and, and we'll go right into full-on basketball next week. We'll have a home doubleheader on Wednesday against Franklin Pierce, and then there's non-conference games next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So a lot of basketball next week when there's no hockey. Yeah, speaking of no hockey, the Warriors are off after tonight until Wednesday, November 23rd, the night before Thanksgiving, and it's going to be against Alabama Huntsville, and uh, uh, a special night, I guess, for a couple of reasons. One, that maybe the last time we see Alabama Huntsville as a Division One program, they've uh, decided the school has that they're going to drop the program uh, after this year, drop it down the club, but uh, more, you know, more to a Merrimack standpoint, it's a, it's a special night because uh, that night's going to be uh, a night to honor uh, a former warrior who's uh, in the battle right now, uh, 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 trying to, uh, I guess, uh, you know, better his position with regard to uh, uh, the unfortunate accident that happened to him a number of years ago, and that's Chick Kelly. That's right. We'll be honoring Chick Kelly on uh, that'll be the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, Mike. 
Uh, he will be in the building. I think the plan is for him to drop the ceremonial puck, um, and we'll have all we'll be donating a portion a portion of the proceeds on his uh, on his behalf to his to his charity and really trying to help the research that's going on there. If you don't know the story of Chick Kelly, I mean, he really got a tough deal in his first year at Merrimack. Um, you know, he was critically injured, ruined his career, and, and, and really has, has dampened his life, unfortunately. And the NCA at, at the time they weren't giving as much money for you know insurance-related purposes like that as they do now. So it's unfortunate what he's gone through and that he wasn't you know grandfathered in after the fact at the NCA. So you know, we at Merrimack we're going to try to help out and, and do whatever we can to really you know improve the awareness of, of this whole situation, the foundation, and to donate you know a portion of the proceeds. And you know, I know Chick's really looking forward to it, and we are too. And you know, we'll we do have tickets available. We probably won't have a lot of students on campus because it is the holidays, so, you know, if you're in the area, definitely come on out. It should be a great night. Um, we'll have five, special $5 tickets as well. You can get those at the Merrimack box office, and, and tickets will be on sale, you know, starting Monday. So, uh, we hope to see you there for the Huntsville game. Yeah, if you don't know the story, you can Google uh, Chick Kelly, C-H-I-C, uh, Kelly, K-E-L-O-Y. He lives north of Philadelphia. He came to Merrimack and, and uh, you know, was hurt during a practice in his freshman year. Early on in his freshman year, uh, was, was paralyzed at that point. But, uh, you know, there's been a lot of great stories. A lot of people who, who uh, are, are better at telling those stories than me. I've written some nice stories, Sports Illustrated, and, and Mike McMahon, of course, from the Eagle Tribune, uh, just a couple who've written some nice stories. But if you Google Google it, you'll find those stories, and you can read all about his situation, and hopefully, uh, you know, it'll inspire people to come out to the game and, and show some support and, and uh, honor him as well, so hopefully uh, that'll be a big night with a good turnout. Yeah, we hope so, and, you know, let's not forget, we have a sellout streak on the line, too. We're at, you know, nine straight going back to last year. We've sold out every game this year. The crowds have been great, and, you know, we want to keep that going, so let's get 2,489 in the building, and uh, hopefully it'll be a great night before Thanksgiving. All right, Brad, thanks again, as always. You do an outstanding job. I appreciate you taking the time to join us. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. It's Brad Davis from Merrimack College. has been our guest here in the second intermission. The Warriors trailing BU. The score is 2-1. to one.